When you sign up as a cop, you put your life on the line. And when you sign up as a cop in Mexico, fighting the all-powerful drug cartels, you really put your life on the line. One individual who did his duty was brutally executed in public. It looks like he was killed in retaliation for his role in the arrest of a prominent cartel member, Ovidio Guzman Lopez, the son of Joaquin Guzman, aka El Chapo. But is this entirely correct? Just how involved was he in the arrest? The more you hear about the case, the more shocking it becomes. We're going to explore the tragic fate of the cop who apparently arrested El Chapo's son. Eduardo Triana Sandoval the name of the deceased is Eduardo Triano Sandoval, though when the slaying was announced in 2019, authorities referred to him simply by his first name. Their official statement reads, The Secretary of Public Security of the state regrets the death of a member of the state police, Eduardo, who lost his life this Wednesday in the capital of Sinaloa. It goes on to say that they offer solidarity with the victim's friends and family. This was clearly a respected colleague and law enforcement. In fact, Sandoval was a member of an elite unit of the state police, responsible for protecting the under Secretary of Public Security. To underline the significance of the death, the Undersecretary themselves attended the scene following the tragic news. Hernandez Leva was accompanied by their boss, Cristobal Castaneda Camarillo. Sandoval was aged in his early 30s, with conflicting reports over exactly how old he was. He joined the police in 2013, so his career was cut tragically short. I'm going to go into the details of his execution soon, but for now, all I'll say is that he was a reportedly brave officer who went out of his way to serve the force. As for what part Sandoval played in the arrest of one Ovidio Guzman Lopez. Well, I'm about to get into that. The son of infamous drug lord El Chapo was caught by authorities in October, a month before Sandoval met his end. It wasn't a straightforward arrest, resulting in bloodshed on the day and alleged repercussions down the line. Let's see what happened when the military thought they'd captured Ovidio Guzman Lopez. 2019 arrest. October 17, 2019, the city of Culiacán, northwest Mexico. It's the capital of Sinaloa State, a name associated, of course, with the formidable and deadly Sinaloa cartel. The military have zeroed in on the neighborhood of Tres Rios, where a person of interest has been traced to a house there. Ovidio Guzman López is the high-profile figure who's been located in this upmarket area, a big name in the Sinaloa cartel. It's safe to say that the business is in his blood. Just as Guzman Sr. has his nickname El Chapo, or Shorty, so his son also has a handle. El Raton, which in English translates as the mouse. Anyway, what should have been a win for the military ended up as a disaster. I'll talk you through how the explosive situation unfolded, and also mention how Eduardo Triana Sandoval became involved in the drama. As described by the Daily Mail website, Guzman Lopez is detected at the property at 2pm. Within half an hour, authorities have the place surrounded. In the run-up to 3pm, the operation is seemingly complete. Gunfire comes from the house, backed up by cartel members who are in the surrounding area. However, by 3.15, Guzman Lopez is handing himself over to his captors. At one point, he's on his knees, and it must seem like the game is over. However, it is just beginning. Violence breaks out. As the top cartel figure is arrested, the city is ringing with the sound of gunshots. Things are spiraling out of control, as the Sinaloa cartel makes it clear that there's going to be blood to pay should authorities take one of their own. Guzman Lopez is reportedly told to give his brother Ivan Arquivaldo Guzman a call to try and bring the violence to a halt. The call is made, yet things are turning truly nasty. These guys aren't going to play ball. Meanwhile, reports come in of chaos on the streets, with cartel soldiers taking on military personnel. There's also information coming in about a prison escape. The police clearly need help. Hearing about this, 
this is Eduardo Triana Sandoval. He isn't set to work that day, but nonetheless is compelled to attend the scene. Accounts state that Sandoval wasn't directly involved in the arrest of Ovidio Guzman Lopez, but he was on lookout duty, and he did travel to the prison where it was said that inmates had escaped. This is a quote from the Daily Mail article that I find interesting, and also chilling. It reads, Sandoval said that the leader of the team with Guzman Lopez was offered $3 million to let him go, but refused, and was then told the cartel would kill him and his family. Letting the men know, in no uncertain terms, the chaos spread throughout the city, with hostages being taken. A total of 13 people would lose their lives before matters were finally resolved. How were they resolved? Not to the satisfaction of the military, that's for sure. Guzman Lopez was a free man well before the day was out, and they hadn't even gotten him in a cell by the sound of things. So, what happened? An intervention had been made at the highest level in order to quell the violence and stop any more loss of life. When the smoke had cleared, a statement was made by President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. He said, decisions were made that I support, that I endorse, because the situation turned very bad and lots of citizens were at risk. Lots of people, and it was decided to protect the lives of the people. It was a crushing defeat for the military and the police. Still, I can see where they're coming from. Did the decision to call off the arrest lead to hostilities ending between the two sides? No way. The cartel was obviously angry about the attempt to put Guzman Lopez behind bars. In these kinds of situations, something is done. Something that's usually blood-soaked and murderous in nature. Sandoval's death. Fast forward to November 6th. Eduardo Triana Sandoval is at a strip mall in Culiacan. According to reports, he's off duty, having finished a shift approximately 15 minutes earlier. He reportedly has his gun on him. The time is 7.15 in the evening. Was he planning on doing some shopping? Maybe he was waiting for someone. I don't know about that. But one thing I do know is that these are the last moments for Sandoval. His car was apparently being followed into the mall by a red sedan, in which Sandoval's assassins sat. Some reports say there are two of them. Others, that a group traveled in the car that evening. When they get out carrying semi-automatic weapons, it's a shocking and violent sight. One man carries an AR-15 and another an AK-47. Walking up to Sandoval in the Nissan, they unleash hell. Sandoval is sprayed with 155 rounds of ammo. There is CCTV video footage of the attack, but I won't be showing you as that's too distressing. Had Sandoval noticed that he was being followed? Again, I can't speculate. All we really have to go on is the footage. It was all over in under half a minute. A man's life taken away in the most brutal and abrupt way possible because of the cops involved in the arrest of Ovidio Guzman Lopez, it was naturally assumed that this was the reason he died. The cartels make no bones about murdering anyone who gets in their way. A revenge killing? I'd say it's a pretty safe bet that Sandoval was executed because of what happened the previous month. There doesn't seem to be any information to the contrary. His face was clearly known, and it was probably no secret that he was a member of the police. Sandoval's important role in the elite forces could have also singled him out. I don't want to speculate too much, but you can certainly make reasonably educated guesses about these matters. Sandoval is out on the street on the day of Guzman Lopez's arrest, and a matter of weeks later, he winds up shot to death. There can hardly be a coincidence there, can there? Secretary of Public Security Cristobal Castaneda Camarillo comments on the story, spelling out Sandoval's role in the operation. The participation of the authorities of the state of Sinaloa was to respond to the different reports on the presence of armed people in different parts of the city. So, this unit element did not participate directly in any detention on the 17th. That job fell to federal authorities. The military were the ones surrounding the house which contained Guzman Lopez. So what Camarillo is saying is that the police provided backup during the chaos that ensued. They and Sandoval weren't directly involved in the arrest. This explanation probably meant nothing to the Sinaloa lower cartel, that is, if they were behind Sandoval's death. I can't say that it is absolutely the case for obvious reasons, but I'm sure you can take in all the evidence from this video and make up your own mind. The death took place in the wake of a failed arrest, though I should add that Guzman Lopez didn't stay so lucky. In January 2023, he was caught, and this time the authorities kept a hold of him. I'll explain how that happened next. 
Lopez 2023 arrest. On January 5th, Ovidio Guzman Lopez and 17 others were captured by the military. They'd been watching him for six months leading up to the operation. A raid was then launched on his home in Culiacán's Jesus Maria district. Carried out before dawn, he was taken to Mexico City to be officially processed, and then on a plane transported to the Altiplano Maximum Security Federal Prison in the town of Almaloya de Juarez. Altiplano is a Spanish word which, when translated into English, means high plain. As covered by BBC News, there was an outbreak of shocking violence as the drug lord was arrested. They state that access roads were blocked with burning vehicles. The idea behind this was to impede the progress of police. Amid calls for people to find shelter, looting happened in the city. Meanwhile, airports were closed as fighting reportedly took place on a runway, amongst other serious disruptions. I'm sorry to say that around 29 people died before things settled down and Guzman Lopez could legitimately be called a prisoner. The victims included 10 soldiers and one police officer, not to mention gang members. Numerous weapons and vehicles were also taken by authorities. It's reported that Guzman Lopez was flown to Mexico City in a helicopter because it was believed that traveling on terra firma was just too risky. In late February, reports came in that the United States had requested Guzman Lopez's extradition. He's accused of co-running the Sinaloa cartel, distributing drugs, and also of arranging the murder of a singer. Why did he allegedly want the singer dead? Because they wouldn't perform at his wedding. If that isn't a reminder of how dangerous it is to be even vaguely linked to the cartels, I don't know what is. Eduardo Triano Sandoval wanted to be a lot more proactive in opposing their influence, and tragically, he was slain in the process. Want to know more about the Mexican drug cartels and the people who fight against them? Here are some of our other videos, which explore the stories behind the headlines in depth.